Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Chris Connolly. And I'm Lainey Mays. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Above all, we love bringing librarians and great books together. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hey everyone, we are back, the Library Love Fest team. Virginia, Laney, and Chris. And we have a special guest today. We have Bethany Johnsrud, our national accounts rep. She's going to talk to us about some rocket audio. Is that right? Bethany? Rocket audio. I really like that. I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to work that into a promotion of some sort. Chris is trying not to laugh, but it doesn't matter because he's muted. So he could actually <laughs> laugh his brains out and it will be okay. Bethany, me. Um, do, what? No, I just I I don't know. What do I hit hit me with the cue? Oh, okay. I don't know. What do we? Well, how do we do this? What do we do? Well, we were going to start with um, because audiobooks are just growing more and more popular by the second, and um, so we have stuff. We have really cool stuff. We have the Rose Code, right? You want to talk about the Rose Code? I want to talk about everything because audiobooks yeah. are my best friends these days. I'm gesturing to my apartment. I live alone. You can't see anyone behind me. There's no one in here. So sometimes when I'm like, oh, I just need company, flip on an audiobook. So if I ever meet any of these narrators in person, honest to God, I'll probably just cry all over them. It'll be so embarrassing, but really fun. Oh, but Rose Code. Oh, I just want to talk about Rose Code because. It is crushing right now. I'm so excited for Kate Quinn. She has like earned her flowers, as they say. And Rosecoat is just my favorite. A friend of mine was posting about it on her Instagram the other day. And we proceeded to have a book club worthy conversation about it just in our little DMs. Because this book is a movie inside 600 pages. The audiobook, as an aside, is also like 14 hours long. So when you commit to this baby, you are committing with a capital C. You are wedding yourself to this book, but it is super worth it. And it's just like, it's just so much fun to live with these ladies for a while and to have them like, I don't know, when I hear audiobooks, I like, I, I hear them around me, like physically around me, which is a very weird thing to describe, but it's, it's a very, it's a very cool world to live in. Kate did a great Instagram takeover for us and kind of showed her behind the scenes because her mom is a librarian. And so she has a special special place for the librarians and so she's always quick to say yes when we ask her to do anything but the Instagram she has some cool things in her writing space so I'll link to it so you guys can, can check it out oh I need to see that yeah and she's just like she's so fascinating and somehow she's really good at taking exact pieces out of history that I want to read about and just like dropping them into my lap I read these 600 pages in a single day and still to this day I will be like 
like something will jump into my brain or like I'm watching the crown finally we're going to talk about this in a hot second I'm watching the crown finally and something in the crown will like ping something in my brain and I'll be like oh I saw that in a movie recently what movie was that and I'll sit there and try to think of what movie it was and then I'm like oh nope that was the rose code that was a book (laughs) Book, that is so cool that is that's that says a lot about the rose code that says uh that you actually think that you saw that and I feel like that happens with books a lot but there was this was a book that I even emailed the editor which I I say I never do but there's like two books that we're going to talk about today that I've absolutely done that but rose code is one where I emailed her and I was like okay there's this one specific scene and if anybody that's read it it's it's when one of the characters is in the bathroom nothing naughty happens I promise but there's just a really lovely scene where she's like there's they're slipping notes under the bathroom door and it's so heartbreakingly sweet and like you're just so excited for these two characters and you're just like oh yes but also it's a Kate Quinn and you're like somebody's gonna die and I know it but oh my god I want more of this (laughs) and I'm not spoiling anything but everything you know that it's gonna happen is it happens but anyway okay all right we're going we're going rose code the crown and then to Windsor not because I also need to okay so another thing I love about you know audiobooks is that I will like read an audiobook and then as soon as I'm like oh my god I only have an hour left what am I doing next I need to have a really easy like slide into this one and then slide into this one you know like I like the I like the chain to be to be like actually connected so anyway you got to go rose code and then you have to go right into the Windsor knot. Anybody here know why? I'm going to quiz you. No takers? No takers? Why? Because Prince Philip is in both of them, guys. Yeah, Duh. that makes sense. That's, that's they're in, they're transitioning both. I get it. So then you have to read the Windsor Knot because, okay, yeah, Prince Philip is in it. But that one is, you know, fast forward current day, Queen Elizabeth, you know, the badass lady that she is. She wears, she wears all pale green suits with the pale green hat in front of Parliament. No problems there. I love her so much. Uh, she's fighting crime, solving mysteries in the Windsor Knot, and it is like the most outlandish premise I think I've ever heard for a book. The Queen Elizabeth solving but, mysteries. But people are so embracing. They are embracing that book because the premise is just so. It is so out there, but at the same time, they totally buy it. Uh, and the author knows what she's talking about because her her dad, you know, he 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 worked with her. He worked with the queen. Yeah, it works. It totally works. And yeah, I think I read those two back to back actually, and I was like, it's just a Prince Philip marathon. What's going on? Great, Bethany. Those are great. World. Oh, I didn't get to the other one oh, though. So oh, you have, sorry. Okay, so you've done Rose Code, and then you do Windsor Knot, and then you got to go right into. It's not available yet, but uh, Our Woman in Moscow by Beatrice Williams, which now I say that Rose Code is the best book so far that Kate Quinn has done and I'm going to say it about Our Woman in Moscow best book that Beatrice Williams has done to date solid work both ladies she does such incredible research she was on our Facebook live and she oh my god I don't know how she does it I just do not know how that woman cranks these out but but she does and they're just you know Smarty pants, compelling page turners. They're just so good. And they just, yeah, you just rip right through the book and then you get done with it. And you have those moments where you're like, oh, I remember that. Where did I, where, what movie did I see that in? (laughs) Never mind. Also in a book. 
saw it in a book. That happens to you a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's cool. She's been on a lot of our our Facebook lives. She's awfully, uh, she's very uh, compelling and, and funny. Now then, what are we going to talk about next? Do we want to talk we're about? Gonna ta we're going to talk about <laughs> books narrated by celebrities that I'm obsessed with. Because it never fails that I will go through our catalog and I'll, you know, be working on something and I'll have this moment where I'm like, that person read for us? That it can't be that that it can't be that person. Like this must just be a narrator that has the same name as this person that's on like, you know, Grey's Anatomy or some other the blacklist, some other show that I'm obsessed with. And then I'm like, no, they really, they really just read a book for us. Can I tell you the one that we just announced this week? Uh-huh. Last week. Time has no meaning to me mm -hmm. that I'm so excited about. Who is it? So that book, How to Kidnap the Rich, which yeah. is so funny and so good. And it has that that um the tagline of the book is probably the best tagline I've ever seen. The what was it? The first kidnapping wasn't my fault. The <laughs> others, those were definitely me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is the best tagline I think I've ever seen. Um, so Riz Ahmed, who was nominated for an Oscar, he is narrating the audiobook for How to Kidnap the Rich. OMG. I think it's he's gonna amazing. Be, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm oh. interested. One thing I'm interested to hear is what like what accent he chooses. And it, like he hasn't even recorded it yet as we're talking about this. But I think it's going to like I'm just so. I've read the book already and I'm so excited to listen to it once he's done. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Well, that movie. Oh my God. Is it um, the, Sound of the, Metal? Sound of, yes. Yep. Oh my God. It was amazing. So Bethany, I see on your list of things to talk about is everyone's new favorite audiobook narrator after we had our last episode where we played some audios with our Edelweiss, uh, watermark, famous <laughs> Andrew. Oh my gosh! But we he talked about Marin Ireland and how she's done all of these great books. So, do you want to talk a little bit about her? I really, really do. Okay. And have you guys ever seen? Oh, what is she in? Well, she does a lot of um, plays in New York, and I've seen her in a couple of those. And then she was in hmm, what's that TV show? Sneaky Pete. She's one of the cast members of Sneaky Pete. And I watched that and I was just like so enamored by her. She's so good. And then it was like really soon after Sneaky Pete was on TV that she was cast to narrate, I think, Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson. And I was, I was like over the moon, so excited. Like she does such a good job of that. But anyway, so then she, she won an award for that one, an, audi, an audiobook narration award. And I met her at the awards dinner and like walked up to her and was like, I had all these smart things that I was going to say. And I, all I did was go, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> and she was do? like, she was like, oh, thank you. And then just kind of, that was it. And I'm pretty sure I scared the heck out of her, but. I'm just like everything she does, I'm obsessed with. So she, yeah, so she narrated Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson, which still has one of the funniest book jackets I've ever seen in my life. That yep. little exploding man makes me, I like, I just want like a poster of it in my apartment because it makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> it's such a great jacket. It's so perfect for that book. And I have to say before you go on um, that um, 
if if people are not audiobook people, just go to harpercollins.com and listen to five minutes of nothing to see here. Listen to Marin Ireland do that, and it will you'll be a convert because that book is so great. And listening to her do it, read it, was just exploded in my brain. No joke. I wrote to Kristen Laney, I'm like, have you guys listened to this? This is amazing. I keep saying amazing throughout this entire podcast because it is my favorite word of the day. But it's just that good. You are right in that book. She gets those characters so perfectly. She's really, she's really great. Yeah. And the thing that always felt like it's always fun. The part of my job that I really like is that you guys get to promote authors and the way you guys love authors is so like, it's so inspiring is such a dumb word, but it just like lights up something in a person. Right. But I get to be excited about the author and also the narrator. And so a lot of these books, like I read them as manuscripts. And then I also, I'm like, I, once I see who's narrating it, I'm like, I need to go back in and listen to this. And who has time to read anything twice in publishing? But I make time to listen to these people do these books again. So she did nothing to see here. Phenomenal. Good Company is that one that just came out. And it is a Jenna Book Club pick. Totally worth it. Again, like gorgeous book all around. And her narration of it is key. It is so, she just, yeah, she brings it to life in just the right way. And doesn't take over the story with with her own interpretation of it. She's very, I feel like she was very true to what the author was doing in that book. That might just be me. You feel like that can happen? An audiobook narrator can take over a book? Too, uh, too strong of a degree? Yes. Yes. And I sometimes want to name examples. I was just curious. Sometime after this call, I will name examples. And it, it sometimes, you know, by the end of it, you're like, okay, you did a service to the book. Like that, that worked for, the, for what the book is. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And it's a real bummer because it does kind of turn a person off of the book and forces them to, you know, get it in another format. But what's another one that Mary did? Oh, she, oh, well, she reads an Alice Hoffman, was it Magic Lessons? The, HarperCollins does not publish it, but I'm going to talk about it because it's such a good book. And her narration of it is, again, so, 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 so good. And then Sutton Foster did the other, the prequel to that book, which is a prequel to Practical Magic. I gush over it. But she also, um, oh, she is, she does like, is a part of cast. We have like a full cast for an audio book, which is, you think that it's a full, listening to a full cast audio book is going to be like too many voices in your head competing with the voices that are already there. But I'm telling you, Goodnight Beautiful by Amy Malloy. Amy Malloy, thank you. And The Cold Millions by Jess Walter are both books that are read by multiple people inside the book. And it like, again, Goodnight Beautiful, I read it the manuscript and then listen to the full audiobook because it was that good and she That's just one it. that where we won't give anything away but it's really important to have that audio book represented well I don't want to give anything away but some of the characters you're like it has to be the right person or it might give a twist away you don't know that one, yes, that's also why. I knew that we were doing that little trick with it, with the narration of it. And so that's part of why I wanted to listen to the audiobook. But let me tell you, turn that one on and go for a walk. But let someone else know that you're out for the walk because you're going to get yourself so scared that you're going to be like, I just want to run home and pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's another interesting idea, experiential audiobook listening. I, I usually think about sitting down or driving, but not immersive listening. Driving? Why would you drive and listen to an audiobook? There's too much of your brain being used to listen. Oh, I barely think I, when I drive. I barely think at all. Yeah, I definitely listen to audiobooks in the car. I sing. That, that, that rates. To a side note, there is an immersive podcast experience called The Walk. And you guys should check it out because it's amazing. It's like, it's like a choose your own adventure, but in your ears. And so like when you're walking, it'll be like, it is a little triggering because it'll be like something goes off like a gunshot. And you're like, mm, is this on the street or is this in the, I don't know, but it's really cool. That's very interesting. People will think that's so cool. Yeah. That will think that's cool. It is, yeah. it's unique and very different. And so maybe audiobooks can take that and <laughs> run with it. No pun intended. No, well, I'll walk fast. But listen, if you want to like chill someday, like just have, have like some chill tones on while you're cleaning or, you know, bathing or whatever, turn on any audiobook that Mojan Murnau has narrated, like Light of Days, which just came out. And I think there's an adult version and there's a there's a young reader's edition of the book. They're both phenomenal. But she her narration of it is I think they're just absolute magic. I think, Lainey, do you have it to play? One might mistake the small town with its glistening castle and pastel buildings, its streetscapes of candy colors as a magical kingdom. A settlement since the ninth century, Benjen was first erected as a fortress city, guarding the ancient trade route between Kiev and the West. Like many of Poland's medieval cities, especially those in this forest-filled area in the south of the country, Benjen's landscape is glorious. Wow, great voice. She's... and. Thank, thankfully, she's reading, she's doing so many audiobook narrations for us these days. So you've got like your nonfiction fix with Light of Days, which is like so perfect for anybody that reads like Rose Code, just to bring it back to that. But any sort of like, you know, the World War II historical fiction, if you like World War II, just historicals, you know, the straight, the, I think like military history fans are going to be a fan of it. But she just like the way she reads the book and it's about such tough, badass women that it feels so right for she. I don't know if you're familiar with Mojan, but she is an actress on uh, the Blacklist, which is on NBC. And she plays like an FBI agent of some sort. And she's just like, she's so tough. She's so amazing. And she reads what's the new one she just did Sparks Like Stars by Nadia Hashimi, um, which I think just came out in like March. Yep. Um, also such a beautiful book. Fabulous Great. book. Great for Lily King fans, I think. Like the narration, I listen to Lily King books on on audio, and the experience of listening to Sparks Like Stars was the same kind of. It hit those same tones mm. in my brain that like a Lily King hit. Mm, that's that's interesting. And what else did she read? Oh, she read um, American Daughter, which is a memoir um, that just came out. That is really great for like Stephanie Land fans or who's the um, Tara Westover, like people that read Educated. That's a perfect book for them. And it just like casting wise, Mojan doing a book called, called American Daughter, I think is just such smart casting. But also, like, like I said, she just does such a perfect job. Can we move to a celebrity that I love, Leslie Jordan? OMG, yes. OMG, yes. I read it in his voice because I didn't listen to the audio, but I read the book in his voice and it just made gonna... me happy from start to finish. Lainey, audiobooks do that for you. You don't have oh. to read it in someone else's voice. Oh. All right. So here we go. Leslie Jordan, how are y'all doing? 
When I was young, there were three female comedians whom I adored, Lily Tomlin, Phyllis Diller, and Carol Burnett. I could impersonate all three perfectly. I knew all their routines. I would jump up and do them at the drop of a hat. That must have been quite a sight, a 12-year-old boy impersonating female comedians, but I was born to perform. Over the years, I honed all those impersonation skills into a lifetime of performing my one-man show all over the globe. Sometimes I was performing in up to 44 venues a year. One night at a performance of my show in Los Angeles, I looked out and Phyllis Diller was in the front row. Phyllis Diller was there to see me. I was so overjoyed, I called my mother from backstage to tell her Miss Diller was in the audience. Mom, remember when I was little and I could act out Phyllis Diller's routines? She's here in my audience in the front row. I just love him. And you can go listen. I'll I'll link to all of these clips so you can hear the rest of the clip. But I just that book cracked me up. And did everyone else your faces just hurt from smiling through that yeah. whole clip? It's so sweet. I mean, he's just so he makes himself so available, you know, and he's he's just so I don't know, he's just so accessible and just laying it out there. It's really, really and like sweet. on a personal level that like Bethany high school Bethany's like the creme de la creme to me was Leslie Jordan and I just like loved him so much so every time I hear him I'm just hearing like the best of high school Bethany in my brain and he reminds me so much of my Grammy who is from North Dakota and not the south and so like if you can just like imagine an 86 year old woman just as Leslie Jordan or him as an 86 like it lights up so many things in my brain and to bring it back to audiobooks he to me like what amy sedaris does in her audio and sarah vowell does in hers he he again he hits those like same kind of those those same kind of emotions i guess or he pings those same little moments i think it just makes me want to listen to a sarah vowell audiobook all over again but maybe i'll just re-hit play on him very rich <laughs> do you want lightning round yes yeah, we could do clips all day because they're so good. But I think if you can just give us some lightning round of like what is what you're loving and then we'll link to everything so they can okay. check them out. Okay, stuff that's coming. Okay, well, first of all, Little and Often, which is a very like uh, kind of a meditative book. Would you call it meditative? It's a memoir. Trent Pressler, not something I thought that I would like to be honest. And then I was like, oh, Matt Bomer is narrating this. And so I listened to it. Absolutely loved it. Again, he like he needs to do more of these. Got to listen to that one. One that's coming up soon, Count the Ways by Joyce Maynard. This is my first Joyce Maynard book. What an entry point. And to talk about like how books, how there's something in a book for everybody. There's something in there for everyone to like identify with. This book was it. How did I identify with a coming of age novel about a woman who is like looking back at her life back to like the 70s and whatnot how did I see myself in that I don't know but I did and I like that was one of those where I emailed the editor right away to be like holy smokes where has this been my whole life and oh specifically um Joyce is reading the audiobook for that one Joyce herself so like the audio the, the author is narrating her own work which I think is going to make it really good What's another one I love? 
imposter syndrome, which dishes on Facebook in all the ways I want to hear. But it's a novel, and it's read by Lauren Fortgang, who the okay, follow me. Okay, so follow me with this. She reads audiobooks that are that are books by like Jennifer Armentrout and the Crown of Shards books that Jennifer Esep does on the Voyager line. Highly recommend, by the way. But she also reads the audiobooks for the Lee Bardugo books that is that Netflix series right now. So just like go straight out of those ones. What's that word world called again? The Grishaverse. Go straight from the Grishaverse right into imposter syndrome. And Chris interviewed Kathy Wang for the podcast. Do you want to talk about that? She's incredible. I mean, she worked and maybe still does work in the tech industry. So yeah, she she doesn't, I remember her making a point that it really wasn't like a satire because I don't think it reads or maybe listens as a satire. It's literally just kind of a fly in the wall for all the idiosyncrasies and like absurdities of the tech industry. But it's also like a spy thriller. So it's really, really good. That's um, the thing. I love spy thrillers. Hello. Did we talk about Rose Code for half hour? Yes, we did. Give me spy books. I bet that books might like the Rose Code. I, I can't remember. Do you like that book or? Do I freaking love it? Yes. <laughs> I want to hit people in the head with that book. Tell them to read it. Big book. Be careful. It is really big. You could cause some damage. That book caused damage. Um, in um, me. Irreparable. I want to go back for one second to count the ways that Joyce Maynard book. You, I'm so glad you talked about it because we've had so many in-house raves about that book. Um, and I, I it's, it's, you know, it's, a, a, I just think that um, it's important that we shine, a, uh, shine a, a little light on that one because she's Joyce Maynard, for God's sake. She's got, you know, tons of books under her belt, but this is um, one that you're right is it is um, it's ticking a lot of boxes for a lot of different readers. So and it like, hmm. Okay. Pandemic year has been very tough on everybody. And I, for one, as a publishing professional have had a very hard time reading or listening or, you know, keeping up with my reading as I, as I should. And I just was like in a lull for months and months and months. And I like needed out of it. And that book is the one that pulled me out of it. Mm -hmm. And also was exactly what I needed to read. There is a line in it that is copied onto my refrigerator because it like resonated with me personally so hard in that very particular moment. And What's like the line. Um, I'm not gonna say you're gonna have to read it and guess. Oh, okay. Just kidding. I'm not trying to be mysterious, but I was I had to email the editor right away to be like this this book was like right to me like did she write this book just for me because I'm pretty sure she did yeah it's really it's really uh, resonating with a lot of people who are very different and have very different reading tastes but this story of this family this coming of age story and this what happens to this family um, I don't know it's just tick, it's ticking all the boxes next are we are we where are we I don't know, Lady, what else well first of all mary jane anybody that was obsessed with the movies that vh1 had in like the late 90s i was really obsessed with them there was one there was a biopic about sweetwater the band that amy joe jackson johnson was in very good highly recommend it anyway 
what was I saying? Mary Jane, somebody described the book to me as it's as if you're walking through a sepia tone photograph. And I was like, bing, 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 nailed it. Um, the audiobook, so good. It's read by Caitlin Kinnanen, who um, is a Broadway star and has the perfect voice for this character, I think. And because the book is set in the 70s and it's about a rock star who's trying to get clean, um, they, we, somebody at HarperCollins commissioned uh, an original song to be created for the audiobook specifically. And it is a rockin' tune, let me tell you. And you can hear it at the end of the audiobook if you. If you Maybe that. we just play it. Do you want to just play a couple seconds? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Well, there's so much music in that. I mean, because it's set in the '70s, and it's it's about this kid who's just coming into her own because she's, you know, she's babysitting. She's become a nanny for this little kid for this other family, and <clears throat> the family is just very loosey goosey, and whatever goes goes. And there's a rock star there who's trying to dry out, and the head of the family is a his therapist. Or, is it his therapist or a psychiatrist? Can't remember. Psychiatrist, I think. Yeah. And it's just, and Mary Jane comes and is like, it's like, the, it might as well be the 50s where she grew up. Her parents are so buttoned up and so straight-laced. And so then she goes over there to watch this little kid and she's just like, what is happening? This is super fun. Drug, sex, and rock and roll. But also that part of the, uh, the book where she's talking about what she would rather be doing in that moment. And it's like, I can't remember what it is specifically, but the whole thing, I was like, wow, that actually sounds like a really good way to spend an afternoon. I'll take it. She had a real voice. Jessica Anyel Blau, she's, you know, summer naked swim parties, and she's got a bunch of books under her belt, but this one is just like in the stratosphere, and everybody who reads it loves it. It's so good. There's so That's many it. of those happening, of authors that have, you know, they've written a couple of books. Again, bringing it back to what? Rose Code. <laughs> but also our woman in Moscow, which again, I've read all of these books by all of these authors and Jessica and Yablau. And then this one comes and it's like, where did you come with this like tour mm. de force, this mm -hmm. masterpiece? And Joyce Maynard. Yeah. To oh my gosh. Totally. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um, this was fun. You are just a rock star talking about rock and audio books. See? Clever. I know. Um, I don't know, man. This was this was really good. This was really great. Oh, Marin Ireland. Oh my god, she's so amazing. Everybody has to go listen to Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson about kids that 
go on fire when they get upset because that happens. And I know this conceit is weird and strange, but it works. That book is great. And that audio will convert you if you are not an audiobook listener. That'll do it. And I'm telling you, the thing you got to do is so you listen to that audiobook and you're like, holy moly, this is amazing. So what you do is instead of like clicking on other books by this author, click on other books by this narrator. Yes. And then you just get everything that they've ever done. And you will find so many gems that way. And like a ton of books that you probably would never have read in the first place, if not for that narrator, narrator. bringing you yeah. over to them. That's totally true. It's a good point. Bethany, John Drew, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. No problem. Happy to be here. Happy to always have earbuds in my ear holes. I'd, I'd love to have you guys narrate your audio, any audiobook for me anytime. Really? Just call me up and read me a book. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Call me oh up God. and read Go Dog Go. <laughs> Listen, don't put anything past us. We're, we're to the point where I think we'll do just about anything. Just to entertain ourselves. So all of the audiobooks that we discussed today will be in the show notes so you can check it out when you have a moment uh, and have a listen and let us know what you think. We're, uh, we're here. So thanks for listening and um, see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.